for tuning in to SM Enlightenment Radio or TV and listening to the Two Healthy Chicks podcast. I'm Ayana. And I'm Jenny. And we are Two Healthy Chicks providing simple life hacks on this journey to healthy living. So, Jenny, I hear you have a new mug. I do. Look at this. I hear you have a new mug as well, Ayana. I do. No more free marketing. That's right. Oh, wait, you yeah. guys Well, yeah. You see, you yeah. showed feeling fizzy. I showed the Arbonne side. So, Thank same egg, yes. one and the same. Yes. Yeah. So, all of you um, uh, big brands out there that we've been marketing by default with our mugs, now you got to pay us. No That's same. right. <laughs> Stepping up our game. <laughs> we are official now. So, what's in your mug? I have detox tea tonight. I need it to soothe my throat and um, feels good. So yeah, what are I you drinking? I am on some biohydria because uh, I, of course, need the hydration. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I still wanted some soothing hot tea. So I went with biohydria. I know. It's a little bit ridiculous. It's still cold. <laughs> And Listen, just have a recording when it should be warm, let's just say. Yeah, let's just say. I mean, Springtime literally <laughs> a 40 degree spread in less than 20 hours. Outrageous. Insane. Insane. Only the night. <laughs> we should be happy though, because I do have a friend that literally posted a picture full of snow just yesterday. <gasps> Get out. In my no. family. Okay. Yep. Okay. So I, I, am grateful. I am grateful for my parka jacket and no snow. <laughs> I would have to concur. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah. Ellen, let's dive in. Yes. Uh, we have an awesome topic tonight. We are talking sleep. sleep. Yes. Yes. I mean, we have awesome topics every week. But oh, yes. 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 <laughs> uh, so I know there's a lot of you out there that just winced when we said that. Like, oh, yeah, I should probably get a little bit more of sleep than I do. And yeah, I'm right. I'm right in there with you. So we are going to dive into all things sleep. We're going to talk about the health benefits of sleep. We're going to talk about the effects of the lack thereof. And we're going to give you some tips and tricks to a good night's sleep. You are dead on because when you said, you know, people may be out there wincing, it was kind of funny as we were going through this. I'm like, well, this is probably one of those episodes that I need to um, heed our own advice. So, yeah, I'm right there in that category. Definitely. Yeah. Well, just so everyone knows, we are going to be talking pretty much from personal experience in all of these categories tonight. So, yeah. Yes, definitely. Right we do have a guest yes. to us along with this topic. So I'm very excited. And I mean, I may be a little biased, but you'll see why. May or may not be. So John is a military veteran of the United States Coast Guard and is now a sergeant for the Bloomfield, Connecticut Police Department. He experienced many traumatic events in his life, but set a goal not to let any of them prevent him from becoming better. John utilizes his experiences to connect with others and dedicates a majority of his personal time helping them find better versions of themselves on a daily basis. So please welcome none other than my brother-in-law, personal growth coach, John Sykes. Woo! 
Welcome. How's it going? How are you guys doing? Good. How are you doing? <laughs> so yeah, first of all, I, I want to thank you guys for having me on. And I feel like I have the extra benefit of being your brother-in-law, Ayana. So thank you for <laughs> giving me this opportunity. So you had the end to get the invite. I'm you. <laughs> <laughs> so before we actually dive into our topic, we will talk about you, but I first want to tell everyone like how this came to be. It's not just because you know he's my brother in law. I mean, that does hold a lot of weight, or so I would like to think. But so Jenny, when we were um coming up with this topic a little over a week ago, you know, we were like kind of struggling a little bit. We're like, how we're we gonna fill 50 minutes and um I will be honest, I was procrastinating. So I hopped on Instagram and I just happened to be scrolling through and I see John's IG live. And what is he talking about? Sleep. And I'm like, how can Exactly. Yep. <laughs> prevention. So with that, John, will you tell us a little bit about your journey? Because I know I mentioned in your intro some traumatic events. Just tell us a little bit about your journey to becoming a personal growth coach and what that means. Yeah, sure. So my journey actually started way back in 2002. So my uh, brother um, ended up taking his own life. And it was something that I really um, never really got through. I never really was able to sit there and say, okay, this is something that happened. I need to move forward and get past it. It really was a burden weight on my shoulders for many, many years. Um, it wasn't until about a year and a half ago that I realized that that along with different traumas from being in the military and law enforcement that I stopped being stubborn. And I was like, okay, I need help. I need something where I'm able to say, all right, I'm not as strong as I thought I was. And so I started talking with a therapist. I started talking with a psychiatrist. And what I realized more than anything else was it was just time for me to become vulnerable, be able to identify myself as somebody who cannot take on all, you know, all uh, things at once. And, um, so what I started doing was dissecting my own you know, weaknesses. I started saying, okay, what are parts of me that I can change? And I was realizing that I was masking a lot of my own you know, fears with trying to help others. And, but what I was doing was, is I was kind of just putting my own personal issues in the shadows. And mm-hmm. talking, with, talking with several of my brother's friends, I realized that that was something that he did when he was at the age that he took his life was he was out there making everyone else happy and he was never making himself happy. So that's really where the light bulb came. And I was like, you know what? I need to start working on me, identifying the things that I need to do better to be a better version of myself. And as I did that, it opened my eyes to, it was, it was super simple. It was just listening to my mind, listening to my body and then reacting to that. And so I felt if I can do this for me, how many other people just need that jump start? just need their eyes open. And so that's what I've been doing on my spare time is, you know, it started off just like sitting with friends over a lunch, cup of coffee and things like that, and just hearing them out. And now it's, um, you know, I started my social media platform and I'm pushing that just, you know, having open ears and without judgment, listening to people and trying to do my best to help them. Wow, that that's amazing that, you know, through, yeah, very powerful through his loss, you were able to see what you needed to acknowledge within yourself. So I, I'm so grateful for you being so vulnerable. I'm sure our listeners appreciate it as well. And thank you so much for your service. Definitely. Yes, absolutely. 
All right. So with that, I mean, speaking of what's good for the body, let's dive in. I think John can speak into that just a little bit tonight. (laughs) You know, I may have invited him for good reason. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's interesting. So with the sleep, so there's so many things we can focus on. And first of all, I just love, thank you for sharing that with us and, and with our listeners and just your vulnerability and your willingness to be used because it's one thing to have a very strong experience, but then to learn and grow from that and turn that around to help others is really amazing and really admirable. So that's amazing. So congratulations for doing that. And thank you for doing that because I know that you can be so helpful with so many other people. And especially for our listeners tonight in our conversation about sleep, I think it's going to be really interesting um, your input on the different things we'll talk about. And I, I feel like the sleep and the lack thereof is one of those underlying things that when you go without sleep for so long, you just get used to that life and you don't even know how well your body can operate if you actually got enough sleep. And trust me, I'm talking to myself here too. Um, so it's just, and it, so we pull, we love statistics, right? So yes, of course, we pulled a few stats. Um, so it says that there are 50 to 60, 50 to 70 million U.S. adults that have a sleep disorder. That's crazy. That's a lot of people. Um, Yeah. I mean, so 37.9% report unintentionally falling asleep during the day at least once in the preceding month. That's crazy. 4.7% nodding off for falling asleep while driving at least once in the preceding month. Drowsy driving is responsible for 1,550 fatalities and 40,000 non-fatal injuries annually in the United States. Like, that's wild. And insomnia is the most common specific sleep disorder with short-term issues reported by about 30% of adults and chronic insomnia by about 10%. So I, I definitely would myself in that insomnia category in the past. Like, that was like, had my name written all over it for the longest time. Insomnia, that's me, just Jenny Insomnia. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, like, I've never had trouble actually sleeping well let me let me back that up a little bit i usually don't have trouble sleeping um but when i have had trouble i was able to relate it to a job and we'll just leave Mm. that pin right there um but other than that like i don't have trouble sleeping or staying asleep it's the amount of time i give myself Mm. to sleep like i don't go to bed early enough and then having to wake up super early it just is not a good combination and you mentioned you know how over time people just become adjusted to lack of sleep. And that is 100% psychs. And I know there's a number of psychs here in the room, but you know who I'm talking about. We are talking about Gregory Sykes, baby. I love you. You always got to use you. Um, He, yeah, I'm not even, I just wonder how he operates. And I mean, he does it so well, but I just wonder how much better he could perform mm. if you were able. And, you know, it's it's not like his fault, technically. It's just, you know, the nature of his work. But if he were able to get more sleep, I just wonder. And I know if I actually just allowed myself to get more sleep, mm-hmm. I'd probably be a, a little bit of a happier camper in the morning. But, you know, there's that. So go I I just hold on. I'm going to interrupt you for one quick second. Just about that, like with your schedule, I think that's a real factor in all this because I just, I especially some things that hit me with those stats, like the drowsiness while driving. I've never had true issues with that, but that's my dad. I mean, my but it wasn't a fault of his own. Like 
these were the jobs that he had. He got up at 2, 2.30 every single morning since I was in fourth grade because he delivered newspapers. So that's what time the newspapers are delivered. So he started his day there. He went to work during the day and then he wrapped her um, to sports games afterwards. And then so just the cycle kept continuing. So when people, you know, that's their schedule, that's their job. It's tough to break out of that. It is. Yeah, and, and actually, also, your your mind is able to identify things that you do on a daily basis and becomes part of a routine. And things like driving home from work, um, you know, doing things, sitting on the couch and watching a television, your brain is actually able to identify that and say, okay, this is a time where I'm going to kind of shut down. I'm going to back off, and you're going to you're going to get away from that active thinking. And that's why sometimes you get into that mindset where it's like, I know I'm home, but like I don't really recall getting home. And it's because your mind doesn't need to actually think about it. And that actually is another thing that when you're trying to, um, there's something called neuroplasticity where it's actually strengthening your mind to the point where your brain actually expands. And what that is, is when we listen to music, we hear the rhythm, we hear the lyrics, and we're allowed to actually kind of go into that shutdown mode where our brain doesn't have to actively think. And instead, it's been recommended by my therapist to actually listen to podcasts, listen to books and stuff, because then your brain is constantly having to absorb new information. Even just listening to a podcast and hearing people speak is different than listening to a song that you've heard a hundred times where you know the rhythm, you know the lyrics. So that's kind of what you're talking about, where it's like, that sleep. And then that's kind of when we go into that state of like drowsiness and things like that, because your brain doesn't think it has to continue working. Interesting. Look at that. Two healthy chicks on so many levels. Like we're giving you information, but we're also helping your brain be active. I'm telling you. Stay awake while driving. Listen to two healthy chicks. Boom. There you go. Mic drop. (laughs) And again, if you're not watching us, you're missing all of the images. I'm just saying. But, you know, that's kind of scary when you think about it, because I have experienced that a number of times when driving home and, you know, you get home and you're like, you park the car and you're like, wait, I don't even remember the drive. That is really scary. And just to think that it there's obviously a, a reason behind it. And now hearing the reason, that's even more scary. So, yes, I think I might start listening to podcasts more than I already do. I actually, the last couple of days, I just decided to listen to music on my walks because I have been listening to podcasts. So, I think I'll go back to podcasts. So, thank you. Especially while driving. <laughs> Definitely. So the last statistic is 48% of people report snoring. Um, And I think that we have normalized that. (laughs) And yeah, I, well, I'll just throw myself on the fire. I do. Like, I do. That's why I never, anytime we, you know, we go for conferences or anything, you never hear me say, hey, let's share a room. Nope. (laughs) I have to say, okay, so while we're on snoring, I do not snore that I know of, but my husband does. And oh my gosh, I think that's one of the reasons for my insomnia because I'm like, I cannot sleep. Like you are so loud. So that is one thing I had to get used to was all the snoring. Oh my gosh, people that snore. (laughs) Yeah, so snoring is actually one of the biggest uh it's the biggest symptoms of sleep apnea so um i want to do a quick shout out to any of my veterans listening you can actually go to your local va and get tested for sleep apnea and if you do in fact have it they will give you a free cpap which will help you with that snoring so if you snore and you are you know waking up your spouse or your significant other 
I would say definitely go get checked out for sleep apnea because it's the number one symptom of sleep apnea, which is, you know, it's preventing you from basically providing oxygen to your brain. So definitely look into that. You're, you're not breathing continuously. Yeah, actually, uh, again, Sykes, I really do love you, but I mean, it's just so much material. (laughs) He actually, you know, his machine is helping both of us because he is now quiet. And because he has the machine, he doesn't hear me snoring. So it's a win-win. I probably need to get on board, but I just, I'm not ready to take that step. I'm going to be real honest. (laughs) <laughs> but that's good to know. I didn't know that Beth can get that for free. So that's awesome. Thank you. So <laughs> speaking of statistics, um, researchers actually say that adequate sleep helps the T cells in your body fight off infections. So when Jenny and I were, were coming up with this topic, you know, we wanted to stay kind of in the positive realm and not bring you guys down. Um, but the information that we researched, most of it is pointing towards lack of sleep. So we will provide the information and we will try to give you as much positivity as possible and give you as many tips. And that's why we have John here because he's already dropped some gems. Uh, but <laughs> researchers from, and you're doing a fabulous job. Thank you. Researchers from Germany have found that sound sleep actually improves the immune cells known as T cells. And given the importance of sleep for immune function, it makes it a priority to get a sufficient amount of uninterrupted sleep every night so that you can strengthen your immune system. That was interesting to me. So there's support for all the things that, you know, when mom always says, hey, you know, you're getting sick or whatever, go to bed early, sleep, you know, there's, there's sound research right there to support that. So your mom was right. Listen to your mom. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And two healthy chicks. Yes. Yes. And John. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right. So let's go into the negative effects or the lack of sleep and then what that produces. And I thought this is interesting. Um, I don't know if you've heard of Tiffany um, Dufu. I think that's how you pronounce her last name. But I've been reading this um, book, Drop the Ball. And I thought it was really interesting. Her premise is helping very busy moms and uh, people, women that are in the workforce and holding down the fort at home and just basically saying you need to drop the ball. You cannot do everything. And so then she gives her four must do's. And one of them is getting eight hours of sleep. And so I thought it was interesting, some of the um, information that she shared that I just want to read to you. She said in her book, by getting enough sleep each day, we replenish our energy, bolster memory and learning ability and unleash our creativity. Interestingly, there can be a direct correlation between workplace stress and the sleep patterns of employees. A recent study found that employees with less supportive managers slept less and were more than twice as likely to be at risk for cardiovascular disease than those with more creative and responsive managers. So I thought that was really fascinating that there's a correlation between your managers, your people in charge of you at work, and then your lack of sleep, thus producing other issues. So I don't know if anyone has any personal experience with that. But I think <laughs> <laughs> just a I'm hanging question out there. On this one. <laughs> I'm going to take the back seat on this one. <laughs> okay, we'll step away from that one. But I'm just saying, if you personally, anyone out there hypothetically has any issues like that, 
It's legit. <laughs> I will say that, you know, earlier in this segment, we mentioned um, just not being, you know, Tiffany Dufushi said, not being able to balance it all. First of all, what a concept. I mean, because I think many of us believe that we can balance it all, all the time. And then when we realize that we can't is when we end up exhausted and depleted. Um, but I just, again, I kind of, I tend to go back to our society and I truly feel like love this country, love exactly, you know, what we're able to do and the rights that we have. But we have this like grind, grind, grind society where we are always on, like we are working 10 hour days on average, you know, that, that there are countries that literally still have tea time. I would like to live in a country that still has tea time where all businesses shut down at 3 PM. Like, seriously, can I feel fizzy in the middle of the day? Give me a minute to breathe. Um, but it, it's, it's such a difficult balance because you're constantly trying to, I know for myself, just constantly trying to figure out, okay, I have this to do at work. And then I have to also make sure that I leave time enough to prepare dinner and then also time to like, just to do it all. And it's this constant, just hamster wheel. And I feel like that is a, a straight correlation to our society. Yeah, and to support that, Ayana, that's why I can't say how important like calendars and planners are, especially like the busy moms like you were talking about, Jenny, who are just on the go, on the go from when they wake up to when they go to bed. It is super important because then you are actually allowing yourself to get into a more relaxed state of mind. Because if you go home, you have stuff to do there, you have to take care of your kids and all the things. And then when it's time to go to bed, all you can think about are all the things you have to do in the next couple of days, what I have to do at work, what I have to do for the kids tomorrow. What you're doing is, is you're never allowing your brain to slow down, to come to rest, which is you're in bed, literally thinking about things that you need to do for the days to follow when what you're supposed to be doing is thinking about going to sleep, right? Mm-hmm. And um, so, Say so my one, story. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, so that's why I really want to, you know, highlight circle double, you know, star, like use a planner, um, you know, put things on a calendar, you know, you, you'll see on television, these people with these colorful charts, this, that, and the third, but it really will help you. And it, it takes away a lot of the stress from having to think about what you have to do next. And stress is one of the key components to losing, losing sleep. So, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's, that is perfection. I feel like you just wrote (laughs) my story and that is an excellent answer. And this is, we are going to just pause and uh, this brings us to the close of our first segment. So we just started into the the negative effects of lack of sleep. And so we will jump right into that in our second episode, our second segment. And you are listening to Two Healthy Chicks on SM Enlightenment Radio, and we will see you soon. Welcome back, and thanks again for tuning in to SM Enlightenment Radio or TV or the Two Healthy Chicks podcast. I'm Jenny. 
And I'm Ayana. And we are Two Healthy Chicks. And we are talking with personal growth coach John Sykes about sleep and its benefits. And right now we are chatting about the difficulties of living life without enough sleep. Yep. So we went over the benefits and the effects of lack of sleep. So let's jump in, trying to stay along that positive vibe. Let's jump into some tips and tricks, you know, because we provide simple life hacks, right, on this journey to healthy living. So tips and tricks to a good night's sleep. I'm sure this will take us through. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to start with the biggest one that revolutionized my life because um, pretty much John was like singing my song there with like your mind wandering and going, you know, firing on all cylinders when you're trying to settle down and go to sleep. I mean, that was where I was. But one of the biggest things, there's a lot of things we're going to chat about tonight, but one of the biggest things that I did was changed my diet. And I know it probably sounds crazy to a lot of you listening, but I kid you not, once I took certain things out of my diet, once I really started eating clean and healthy, that that was what did it. I mean, I, I had no idea that the foods I was eating, that I thought I was eating pretty well, you know, pretty healthy eater. Um, I, I was I was really amazed once I took certain things out that were not fueling my body well and causing my body to just not be able to settle down, not, you know, just have tons of inflammation. That was what spurred the biggest change for me. And I was able to actually fall asleep and stay asleep um, was changing my diet. Yeah. You know, it's funny you say that because I want to say maybe over the last two weeks, I've been hearing more and more about crucifiers like um uh, broccoli and people having so many issues with broccoli and who would think like, you know, you're always told eat your greens, eat your veggies. Um, but you know, and I can't really speak to it because I haven't researched it enough yet, but I've been hearing that a lot lately. Like there, you would think that when you say change your diet, we're just talking about the horrible foods, but it couldn't literally be just what works and doesn't work mm -hmm. for your body. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And to just add to that, I'm not trying to geek out, but uh, so your body actually. Please produces do. A, <laughs> so your body actually produces a hormone called leptin. And so what leptin does is it actually suppresses hunger. So that's what's basically going to tell you when you're no longer hungry and um, increased amounts of sleep actually allow your body to produce more leptin. So when you eat, it's actually going to tell you that you're you're full a lot quicker if you're getting a good, you know, seven, eight, nine hours of sleep. Whereas if you have a short amount, you're actually producing something called ghrelin. It's another hormone and that's what initiates hunger. So when you sleep minimally, minimally, you're actually going to produce more ghrelin hormone and uh, it's going to want you to eat more as opposed to when you sleep more, you produce leptin hormone, which is going to tell you I'm full. Love that. Ooh, I got a mic drop. There you go. That is <laughs> so intriguing. I've never heard that before. And it just, it makes perfect sense. Ooh, the things that we can do to add to our 30 days group. Like that would be phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. 
And that's like a beautiful explanation of why changing your diet helps. Like, but you know, like we'll say with the 30 days, like these things can happen when you change your diet, but like, we just need to bring John along to give the real explanation as to why this will happen. But we're like, John, step over here. Like go ahead and tell us why. When when you understand what like sleep does with your body to then, you know, it's a direct correlation to your health, to your eating. And it's insane. It's, it's absolutely mind blowing. That's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. It, I mean, that's, that's amazing. So the, the next thing that isn't as difficult or I shouldn't say difficult, that puts a negative spin as um, bigger, a bigger thing, you know, life altering is um, goes directly um, with John, what you were saying earlier about your mind is racing and stuff. One thing that helped me with that was setting a notepad and pen next to my bed. And then all these thoughts that I was having, like, oh, I need to do this. Oh, I need to remember to do this tomorrow. Oh, I need to talk to that person. Oh, I need to send that note. Like whatever it was, like I would just jot it down. And so once it was out of my brain onto the paper, then I could release it and let it go. And that helped me fall asleep. I have a notepad by the bed, but it's not for sleep. It's actually for the morning. Um, I have a number of like personal development books. And then also when I do my devotion, um, I like to jot down my thoughts or my prayers. So I use it in the morning. I never actually thought about using it at night. I don't know. I might have like some sort of negative feeling about school and having to always study and do papers and whatnot before I went to sleep. So that might not, might not work for me, but yeah, I do have a notepad and pen by the bed. Maybe I'll uh, think about switching that to the end of the day instead of the beginning. (laughs) Well, you said you didn't have trouble falling asleep, so you don't need that trick. Like, you know, like if you don't have trouble falling asleep, I mean, there's no need to do that, you know, I'm just, <laughs> if you're having trouble falling asleep, here's an idea. I don't like, I really just don't. I just need to get in the bed earlier, period. Girl, just count your blessings, okay? Just, just not really. Thanks a lot. I'm so happy for you, Ayana. Great. <laughs> All right. So, here's another. I don't even know why you're talking on this episode because you don't need this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just so well rested, Jenny. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> okay, the next one, the next yes. one. Um, and this goes also, John, to what you were saying is um, like with the whole schedule thing. So something else that helped me was preparing for the next day. So like you said, with that schedule um, and in my uh, planner that I use, I'm not super good about always filling out everything that's in there, but things like, you know, reviewing the day, thinking about what you accomplished, being grateful for what you were actually able to accomplish, recognizing that, and then also preparing for the next day. And when I when I have the things like these are the top three things I need to do, this these are my projects that I'm working on, that can help me settle and be able to fall asleep too. Because I'm like, okay, I'm clear in what I'm doing tomorrow, and I'm not worried about like, oh, what am what do I have to get done? And then you're starting behind when you start the day. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. I I try to use uh, there's a an app that I use at work that I probably need to pull over to my personal life also, but it's called, um, here we go again, plug for these brand names, but (laughs) do, and it literally is just like a to-do list. And there's something like, there's that gratification of checking off a to-do list. Right. And, And that's been proven. So yeah, I agree with that. Another tip 
is um, utilizing, and I'm sure, John, you got something for us on this one, utilizing breathing, exercising, um, exercises, tapping exercises, and there's so many benefits. You can actually, so on my watch, and I don't know if this was something that I enabled when I first got it and I was tinkering around or if it's, I don't know. Anyway, there's a breathe app and it reminds me every now and then throughout the day to take a minute to breathe. And for the longest time, I would ignore it. Like, I don't have time to breathe. Like, who, who has time to breathe? It's innate. But, you know, then when you're researching and you're finding out that many of us are shallow breathers, mm-hmm. That is not such a bad idea. So there are many benefits throughout the day. During the day, if you take just a minute and the app literally goes for a minute, you take seven deep breaths and exhale and, you know, for that minute, it helps build creativity. But then utilizing that at the end of the day, especially, you know, let's take the example of mom's. By the time we get to the point of getting ready for bed, our minds are probably still racing. What did we do? What didn't we do? What do we still need to do for tomorrow? And I've noticed that sometimes when my mind is racing, that my heart rate is slightly elevated. So if I'm breathing, it'll bring that down. And then, you know, if I don't have a problem going to sleep, that's not the point. (laughs) (laughs) So you can literally talk about breathing forever. I mean, you could do a whole year's worth of segments on breathing, but breathing is one of two things that the body does subconsciously and consciously. The other is blinking. Those are the only two things that our body can do that we can think about doing, and then we don't have to think about doing, and it will still happen. Unfortunately, when it comes to breathing, when it's subconscious, it's only giving us the amount of oxygen that we need to continue on, right? So you're not getting those deep breaths that you need to fill oxygen to your brain, to get it to your prefrontal cortex, to make you start thinking logically again. That's why they train us in the military how important breathing is, because when adrenaline comes in, when dopamine kicks in, those things are going to take over. And the only way to come back to that logic, to that realistic mindset, is to get that that oxygen back to the prefrontal cortex. And to do that, you have to take those deep breaths that you're talking about, Ayana. I cannot I cannot stress enough, breathing techniques is so important to do every single day. It's as important as it is to eat, as it is to sleep, because giving yourself the oxygen to go through a day, it's going to prevent you from stressing more. It's going to prevent you from overthinking. It's really going to get you into a better mindset. Waking up, doing some breathing techniques. Some people like to meditate. I personally use something called mala beads. It's similar to the tapping um, technique where it's a, it's like a, it's a necklace of beads and you just go through it. It's, it's extremely, um, it's extremely helpful, the breathing techniques. So. Yeah, I hear you talk about that a lot on your channel. So I did pick up a few tips from that also. So anytime I see any of those IG lives, I'm like, ooh, good tip. (laughs) So then to follow up on that, so you gave that example. So can you give us another example of, because you said there's like a bunch of different kinds of breathing techniques or things um, that maybe since like for sleep, something that you would recommend doing prior to going to sleep, if there's like a short... um, you know, just a a short thing to be able to explain, or is it too involved to be able to give it? No. So so there's actually three different breathing techniques that I like to use most. So prior to going to sleep, if I feel that my brain is racing, um, I use the seven, five, seven, and it's simply seven seconds in five seconds holding, and then seven seconds out. Then there's the five, 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 five seconds in five seconds holding five seconds out. And then the three, five, three, 
that's three seconds in, five seconds hold, three seconds out. And the reason you do it at different times is what you're trying to get out of it. A seven, five, seven is you're trying to fill your body with as much oxygen as possible, hold it, and then exhale what you don't need. And that's actually going to get you into a more relaxed mindset. And that's going to help you go to sleep. The uh, five, five, five is a more like when you're driving and you kind of start dazing off a little bit, uh -huh. or if you're in, or if you're at a desk and you're just kind of five, 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 it's quicker, but it's going to wake your body up. And then the three, five, three is when you are like, when you feel yourself getting amped up, you're about to yell at somebody, you feel that like you're about to, you know, say something to your kids or snap at them. You want to, do <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> no, that, that you want to do that. You're more like, and, and you actually, I mean, if you watch shows, you get that like, <laughs> And then you get back to it. That's the three, five, three. So, those are, so if you're trying to get to sleep and you find that yourself, your your mind is just racing, try the seven, five, seven technique. Wow, so, um, another mic drop. Seriously. <laughs> I just want you guys to know that I'm taking thorough notes and we may or may not post them in our Facebook group, but we'll get to that. And I'm also taking personal notes about that three, five, three, about when you want to snap, which is a daily occurrence yeah. for me. Yeah. And it's not on my job. <laughs> I think you can put that together. If it's not family, then it's, you know, yeah. So there's that. I'll, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Work. Yep. I'm going to have to use that multiple times at work from now on. Three, five, three. I'm all over it. Thank you. <laughs> as soon as they hear those numbers, they know to step yeah. back. My <laughs> I'm going to three, five, three. <laughs> <laughs> no, here spikes for three seconds. Or, okay. Let's step away from it. <laughs> Oh. When Sykes sends a text, he's like, oh, no, she's a 353. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you. Watch out. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that is fascinating. I have never, yes. like, I've heard different, like, breathing in and holding for different amounts, but the actual numbers and when to use them, yeah. I've never heard that. That's amazing. Thank you. That's, yeah, for sure. That's phenomenal. So, another one is no TV and or blue light screens before bed. I will say I do one of these two. So I have all my devices um, shut down at nine o'clock because I'm supposed to be in the bed by 11, which clearly after this episode, I, <laughs> 11? I, need really? to back it up. I got it, got it. I'm gonna try to back it up. But I'm just stating the, the, the situation right now. So I have all of my devices set at nine o'clock to switch from, you know, regular to no blue light. Um, just because I know I'm on my phone, I'm, I'm planning things like that before I go to bed. The one thing that I don't do is TV. So typically during the week, I, I don't really have time for TV anyway. But as it gets later in the week, sometimes I'll get lazier and I'll I have a little bit of a love for the ID channel. You can, you know, judge me how you like. That's fine. Uh, so sometimes I literally will finish watching that and then go to sleep, which we all know based on many of our prior episodes talking about what you put in your mind right before you go to bed. That is not the thing to be watching, but I will say that is sometimes what I watch before I go to sleep. So there's that. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So the blue lens uh, glasses aren't just for look, you know, they actually have a purpose behind it. And that's because of the neuroreceptors that we have in our eyes. Um, it actually, that tells your brain when it's time to wake up. So that blue light that you're talking about, our neuroreceptors actually say, oh, well, that's the sky. So I should be awake 
when in actuality, it's just television or it's your cell phone. Another thing, 30 minutes before you're ready to go to bed, put that thing away. But at the same time, when you need to wake up in the morning, the best thing to do is step outside and look at a blue sky because it's actually going to trigger your brain to, to wake up a little bit more. Wow. So, okay. So are you saying I could actually get blue lens glasses and watch television before I go to sleep? I mean, it is going to reduce the amount of blue light that your body uh, takes in. Yeah. Simple life hacks. <laughs> and the other thing with, with that, Ayana, is when you do watch your TV or you look at your phone, you're actually preventing yourself from producing the melatonin hormone, which is, uh, you know, what it's called the sleep hormone. It's going to, it's what helps you go to bed. So by watching TV or looking at your phone, you're going to delay that whole, you know, sleep pattern. But that's that's for another day. <laughs> <laughs> I know no, so, so much to cover. Right <laughs> that um hmm. So okay, so along with that, um which that's interesting. I didn't really think about the blue. I was just thinking the blue light for protecting your eyes, but to to change the effects of what it's doing inside your body. That's really fascinating. Interesting. So also with what you're seeing, what you're reading, what you're listening to and how it affects inside your body. Our last tip, and I know if you have listened to any of our episodes before, you have heard this, but no news and social media right before bed, because those are not the things that you want to be putting into your mind and stressing your mind and getting your mind racing again. Um, you want things that are going to be calming and more soothing and ramping down your brain and your thought process. So yes, no to no negativity. negativity. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. And in other words, don't follow Ayana and watch the ID channel right before you go to bed. So there's <laughs> <laughs> my goodness yes. all right so i think that we've covered a good chunk of tips and tricks um does anyone else have anything else they want to add john anything any other tips or tricks that we may have missed uh so i, I just like to put like a reason behind everything we've discussed yeah. and like so going with the social media the negative mindset going back to hormones it's all about what your body how your body reacts you know so like Yes, our brain is our is our you know our front forward facing part of our our body, but our body is going to respond to our brain. So when you watch negative things, you're going to your body's going to produce cortisol, which is another hormone that is going to basically keep you up. Cortisol is the key um, component to stress. So when you go into that fight or flight, which is what the cortisol hormone does um, by watching negative things. It pisses you off. It frustrates you. It makes you sad, angry, depressed. That's going to produce cortisol. And now you're going to be staying up, which is going to limit your sleep. You're going to be stressed out, which is going to then in return limit your sleep. It all ties in together. So no negative stuff before bedtime. You know, you actually just made me think of exactly how things play out when I'm watching the ID channel. So I just realized that it's typically on Fridays when I'm waiting for someone to get home. And I wonder how I'm able to watch episode right. after episode after episode. Like, wait, how up. many of these? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing people with knives and, you know, all kinds of bloody murder scenes and whatnot. So, yeah, that that would make sense because if I was watching, I don't know, what was um what was the painter on Channel 13? Jack, I can't remember his last oh, name. Oh, with that with the afro? 
Yes, yes. And yeah. he would he would do like the very calming paint the tree. If I was watching right. that, I'd probably be out in like 20 minutes. Okay. <laughs> so yes, moral of the story, don't watch that channel at all, not even just before bed. <laughs> I do limit myself. I give myself like okay. a good two month stint that I allow myself to watch that channel and then I have to turn it off for like four months because it does start to affect your brain. Just saying. I've seen some weird things. So there's that. I can imagine. I can imagine. <laughs> Woo. That was an amazing list that, I mean, hopefully you all got something from that, at least one tip or trick that can help you have a better night's sleep tonight. That would be amazing. I know I got several. <laughs> I definitely did. Um, I knew going into this that I was going to get a lot of good stuff out of here because like I said, I just need to make my bedtime earlier. And now listening to the effects of lack of sleep and, you know, we research, but then when we talk about it, you find out more and more. So I'm very appreciative. Um, we will definitely list these tips and the differences between the breathing techniques that John listed. We will list that in our Facebook group. Yes, we will. Yes, definitely come and visit us at Two Healthy Chicks. So that's the number two. Um, two Healthy Chicks, find us on Facebook and come join the group and introduce yourself, say hello and check out, check out. Cause I know people have been asking us like, can you spell those things you said? Can you give us the list of those things? So that's where you're gonna find all of that follow-up information from this episode, from all of our episodes. Go check us out at Two Healthy Chicks. Yep. And John, we are so, so grateful. You brought so much information to this episode and I am actually going to reveal the secret. We are blessed with having John for our very next series, which is stress. So make sure that you pay attention to the next episode also. And <laughs> we are winning. Um, yeah. Yeah, again, if anything that you're hearing doesn't connect, it's because you missed a visual and you have to watch us on SM Enlightenment TV, like you just have to. So John, how can people get in contact with you? Yeah, so on social media, I am John Sykes is my uh, handle. So Instagram, Twitter, Clubhouse, it's I am John Sykes. Very simple. Makes it easy for me to remember. Um, <laughs> I'm working on the Facebook thing. I do have a page. However, I haven't been that active on it. I got to get my, uh, my social media platform uh, game up. So I'm going to work on that for sure. Yep. And just for the listeners who aren't actually seeing the visual, it's John, J-O-N, no H. So I am John Sykes, all one word, no H. And S-Y-K-E-S. Yes. Yes. I mean, you, know, you don't know that by now. Where you been? I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you for adding to yes, our discussion tonight. Thank you. So grateful. Thank you so much. Thank for you for having me. It was so much fun. Yes. It was a pleasure, yeah. Have a good night. All right, so our A-pod, let's hop right on into it. Inner calm. So unless you don't actually personally know us, then you, like, you know about this. I mean, because it just, it's a phenomenal product. We, mm -hmm. I don't know about you, Jenny, but I take it every night. And yeah, so it just goes without saying. So it's a vegan dietary supplement. It's formulated with two ingredients commonly used in Ayurvedic medicine, sustainably sourced ashwagandha, 
which is a powerful adaptogen and sustainably sourced saffron to help you achieve a balanced mindset. It has the amino acid L-theanine as well, which is derived from tea leaves to help temporarily promote a sense of calm and relaxation without worrying about drowsiness or other unwanted side effects. With a delicious peach green tea flavor, you'll love how it quiets your mind. And of course, these statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. There's that. It is certified. You know how I feel about that, Jenny. I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) It is certified halal, certified kosher, certified Mm. vegan, certified gluten-free, certified non-GMO. I mean, like, it's just fabulousness in a bottle. Mm-hmm. So feel less stressed by adding inner calm to your nightly routine. All right. A random fact, Jenny, go for it. All right. So if you couldn't tell by this episode, I'll just drop it for you now. I'm a night owl. <laughs> like, there's that. <laughs> oh, so you revealed a little secret. So I'm not the only one that's going to bed way too late. So (laughs) my random fact, which is definitely related to this episode, um, I've kept saying that I don't have a problem going to sleep. I literally can fall asleep in the middle of a sentence. I've done it many times before. (laughs) So funny story. story. I didn't know this until (laughs) like I was younger and um, I remember staying over my grandmother's house and my cousin, like we would just, she was older. We would have these long discussions. And then in the morning, I remember her telling me, do you remember you fell asleep in the middle of your story? And I was like, no, what were we talking about? And she was like, no, not like literally in the middle of a sentence. And I was like, that's interesting. So I can still do that. Wow. That's impressive. (laughs) (laughs) Again, with the images, you got to watch us on YouTube. All right. So We thank you so much again for joining us. Um, Hope you got plenty of tips. Our guest was phenomenal, dropped so many gems. Amazing. Yes, I'm definitely looking forward to connecting again on our next series, which is stress. I think we're all very much interested in that. So again, you can find us on Facebook at Two Healthy Chicks, the number two, and get more information that you weren't able to capture by listening. Thank you so much for listening to us on SM Enlightenment Radio or watching TV or listening to the Two Healthy Chicks podcast. I'm Ayana. And I'm Jenny. And we are two healthy chicks. Have a great evening. Good night.